My name is Kieran Walsh. I'm a curator, freelance curator, and based in Ballyhaig. I live in Ballyhaig, and I'm based. I work from home. And I suppose what I do as a curator is I find lost archives and try and put exhibitions together to bring them um, into the public domain and get people to engage with them. So that's what I do. And we're here now in the stall at the Kerry Writers Museum with an expedition. So tell us a bit about this. Um, about four years ago, I walked into John Lynch's garage on the outskirts of Listowel, and there was this amazing film production studio. Everything starting with very old 35mm films right up to the latest video technology. And I began talking to John and discovered that he, he and Michael Mulcahy, his sound man, had been making films in North Kerry for over 50 years. And these weren't home movies. These were professional filmmakers who were telling the stories of the people of North Kerry for half a century. And what kind of films did you find, stumble across when you looked through them? The main film was a film called The Way I Remember It. And it's the first film John made with the Bolex camera. And the Bolex is a 16mm camera which has become very popular with people who are interested in analogue filmmaking. And he bought that in 1971 on a summer holidays. He took it up to Cura Clary Creamery, north of Listowel, and started filming people delivering their milk. So that's where the conversation started. And... Then, um, eight years later, um, he had shown it all around North Kerry and people were saying, you need to put a soundtrack to that film and Michael Mulcahy came in with the sound recording studio out near near um, um, Ratkeel and John, Eamon Keane came in to write and record the soundtrack. So that was the first, that's where we started. But from that for all that time, up until about nine, um, 2020, John and Michael were making documentary films about everything that moved in North Kerry. Mm-hmm. And what are John and Michael like? <laughs> um, the, the word that comes immediately to mind is absolute innovators. Like, these were people who, like to describe them as amateur would be, completely wrong. These are professional filmmakers who have dedicated their lives to making film and sound in as professional a way as they could on a local basis. And that's why I think this, their work and this archive stands out. There were other people in North Kerry making film at the time. There was um, Leo Finucane and Paul Canelli and Finuc. Um But what were they like? Two very quiet, unassuming men who are absolutely dedicated to their art. Cara Trent here as well. Uh, Cara, what was your first reaction when Kieran approached you about expediting this? Oh, well, we were absolutely delighted because it was actually something we had been discussing ourselves as a, as, as a museum, as an organisation, to develop a, a film archive in the museum because of all those collections that Kieran mentioned, but John's and Halls and, and, and all the others that are out there and maybe gathering dust in attics and things like that, and to give them, give them a home that they can be shown because they were made to be shown so we had been chatting about that but we weren't sure how you know we'd start and where we'd go with it and then about nearly a year ago now I got a call out of the blue from Kieran, and I obviously was very familiar with John and his films we had shown some of them over the years in the museum but when Kieran approached me about doing an exhibition we thought yes this is 
definitely something we want to be involved with. This is obviously part of the the landscape, the history, the heritage of North Kerry, um, the films that they made. So it was a no-brainer for us to to get on board with the project and it kind of went from there. Now... Right behind us and all around us, really, we have a collection of items. But, Kiran, can you tell us what exactly this is here in front of us and describe it as best you can? That's a, that, that's a 16mm projector. And people are probably familiar, especially gamers are probably familiar with video projectors. But this is the original, and this is how the films would have been shown in public. And I suppose, stepping back a little... One of the things that's fascinating about what John and Michael have done, they've kept their studios intact and all the gear is there. (laughs) And this really was the centrepiece because this is what they brought into community halls all over North Kerry, set up with the screen and started showing films. But behind the film then, there was the recording and while Michael... Both Michael and John had film cameras, 16mm Bolex cameras. Michael's speciality or specialism and professionalism was in sound recording. And he was a, literally a sound man. <laughs> so he would record the sound. And films, like, and I suppose it, it, it's almost a cliche to say that you don't have a film unless you've got good sound. Mm-hmm. But... And this is the story of that as well, because the films initially were silent, and then Michael came on board and recorded Eamon Eamon Keane's um, soundtrack. And like him to call it a soundtrack is just like a a, a rap. It's almost like a rap, a long, long rap, an hour-long rap. And Michael recorded that on this reel-to-reel. And how does this work now exactly? Well, basically, you have two reels of magnetic tape which go through a recording head and you have a microphone feeding sound, analogue sound, into the tape recorder. There's an electrical signal goes from the recording head onto the the tape and the tape turns like that. Um, Well, that one's not turned on. But there's... um, And as the tape turns, it records the track. Amazing. And then, like, people would be familiar with vinyl. The, the next stage then would have been to transfer that sound. If you were recording music, as Michael did, he had a recording studio in, in his home. If you were recording music or storytelling, you would transfer the sound from that onto vinyl. Okay, very good. And there's a number of things as well to the right of me here. I'm fascinated by this, what it looks like a tiny little television. What is it? That's a beauty. It's a JVC monitor, and anyone who's been involved in television, that was the creme de la creme of studio <laughs> monitors. And the picture is still like it's like a small. It's old, so clear. It's so clear, absolutely. It's pin sharp, and it's like a small television, but it's a very very high quality television, and. And that, I suppose, shows just how professional these people were. In That's a professional piece of kit that was used in television production over the last 50 years. And so what you have is the transfer from recording something on, on a movie film using a long strip of plastic as film to recording video. And that's that, the signal coming into... The JVC monitor is coming from a DVD in the DVD player mm-hmm. there. And so that's, you know, that, that was the, the top end of 
video production up to um, maybe 10 years ago and now digitization and the internet and everything like that cloud that's all taken over mm-hmm. but and and we have sort of with Cara and myself I've brought the whole process one step further by getting a very high resolution, a 2K resolution and digital copy of the film and that that sort of brought the process right up to date. Mm-hmm. I suppose it would be very hard to pick a favourite, Kieran, but out of all the items that you were able to bring in here, what is the one piece that makes you think, I wish I had this myself? What do you think, Cara? <laughs> it's the camera, the Bolex camera. And, like, it, it's, it's just, you know, it is such a beautiful piece of engineering. And you can't, this one, the, the spring is gone on it, but when it's wound up, the shutter, like, as the, as the strip of plastic runs through the camera, on this little reel, the film comes through here, the... The fresh film is up here and the recorded film is down here and it rolls through that and in there there's a little gate that opens and exposes the film one frame at a time. So you're familiar with video, 25 Mm. frames per second. This is literally 25 shots per second running through and that has a very characteristic sound to it oh I would love to hear what that sounds like it it is and it's just a gorgeous piece of equipment Cara I'll bring you back to yourself here but obviously seeing all these number of items what was your reaction when they first started coming in (laughs) I was shocked a bit because I suppose initially I thought we'd be uh, have uh, okay we, we knew we were going to get the the digitally remastered copy of the way I remember it, the film um, but I didn't realise we'd have all these bits and pieces, I suppose mm-hmm. it was kind of late in the day, but it's fantastic because um, it really makes the exhibition to see the actual physical instruments that they used mm-hmm. to produce the the, uh, the the quality that they produced when you think back 50 years ago um, you know where the technology wouldn't be as advanced obviously but um, yeah they're fantastic and people love when they come in and see it they love to see these physical objects and be able to touch them mm-hmm. which is better again as well, yeah. which is yes absolutely lovelier. but Cara I suppose that whole thing of being able to show this expedition here and you know showcase the lads' work it must be a real honour to do so oh absolutely a tremendous honour and I suppose that's one, one of our missions is to um, showcase the, the the rich heritage of North Kerry, and we are absolutely honoured. And we wouldn't be able to do that without the permission of the people who have produced that heritage. I suppose over the years, whether it be the writers and their families, or the filmmakers, or the storytellers, or artists, musicians, like we wouldn't be here only for them. So it's a huge honour for us that they allow us to uh, bring this to the public realm. And, and for everyone to enjoy. And how long is the ex- expedition going on for? Well, it's actually a permanent exhibition. Oh. Yeah, it's permanent. Yeah, yeah. So that's the beauty of it. So it's not a, it's not here for a fixed period of time. So it can come in. So it's now part of the overall experience at the museum. So now when you come and visit the museum, you have all various exhibitions, whether it be about the writers, about amateur drama, 
uh, the history of Listowel and now the filmmakers of Listowel and North Kerry. So, um, and we won't stop there. We have plans from, to develop this further. But um, this is just a snapshot of what's available out there, as I mentioned earlier, and what the, what the, the two lads, Michael and John, have put together. Um, so I suppose in time we're hoping to um, bring all that material here that we can have it for everyone to enjoy um, in, into the future. And a very good pun there to you, Snapchat. Kieran, oh. uh, <laughs> <laughs> finally, what is it that you th- would love people to see when they come in here? Like, why should they come? Joe, I, I was thinking about this before the interview, and I go back to a book I read about 30 years ago, and it was me, Olimara Hertig, who took photographs all over rural Ireland back in, back in 30s, 40s, 50s. And he said that the art of the ordinary people at that stage were the photographs they took. And, there's, and, and the films they made. And they were making films because Jack McKenna from the Stole was filming the town in the 1930s, and those films have survived. Mm-hmm. And so what we're hoping to do, like we're looking at that and we're celebrating that art form, which has never been recognised at a national level. We're recognising it at a local level. But when people come in, they see what, John and Michael have collected over the years they have a real value of how important those things are and how important it is to keep them or to put them somewhere where they can be shown to a much wider audience so we're hoping what this will do is that all those little rolls of film and photographs that Cara mentioned that are in attics all over the county will begin to become visible to the public again Well, Kiran and Cara, thank you so much for your time and for showing us around here today.